before I start, let's pray. Let's pray again. I thank you, Lord, again um, for this great good morning. And I, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we can come and listen to your word, Lord God. Because I know, Lord, that you always plan something new. You are a God of new things. And for today, Lord God, you have a new word for, for each and every one of us here this morning. And I pray, Lord, that you will, will open up our hearts and our minds, that you will open up our spiritual senses, Lord, that we can hear what you are speaking to us, that we can hear your voice, Lord God. And I, 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 I pray, Lord, that when we walk away here today, that it won't stop at just being a nice service, Lord God, but that we will we could go out equipped and be able to apply your word in our lives, Lord God. I, th I, th I thank you, Lord, that your word is a living word. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So the last two Sundays, um, we, we talked about dreams, what it is and how it works. We, 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 took, we, we talked about uh, uh, how do we know that a dream is from yourself and how did, uh, do we know if our dreams is from God. And the, the things that we sp spoke about is not the dreams when you, you go to bed, you sleep, and you, and you have a dream. It's those, the, the, the promises that the Lord put on your heart, the, 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 the purposes that He has for your life, you know, those, those things in your heart that you, you feel like, wow, that's, that's what I would like to do one day. That's what the Lord called me for. And we talked about that, that, that we, we know a, a dream is from the Lord when it has a kingdom a purpose. When it's there to to help people come into his kingdom, that's when we know that it's 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 from him. And um, so, dreams actually it, it plays such a big part in our lives. It it plays such a big role in the story of our lives and it's it's um something that we we would like to know what it is like, what is it what the lord has called me for you know what's my purpose and if you do know it already like how do i how do i fulfill it how do i actually get there and and that's things among our heart that we we, we ask the lord all the time like lord well, what is my purpose, my role? Um, what do I need to do next in my life? Sometimes we ask those things, but we're also sort of scared that the Lord answers us, because what if that is too big for us to handle? You know, um, if, if it's so big what he, he wants for us, it's actually scary. And if I do know, um, is it something that I want to share with my friends and everyone, my, 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 my family, what would they think if I share these things with them? So it's, it's all these things that we have among our, our hearts. And from what I've seen with my own life, it's, it's, not, um, it's not easy to, to know how these dreams will be fulfilled tomorrow or the next day or next year or the next five years or so. Um, sometimes I feel like, yo, when I miss the bus, like I'm 15 minutes late. And, okay, I'm on the bus, but I missed the, the stop where I need to get off again. And that's, that's sometimes how we go through life and like, Lord, what am I doing here? What is next? You know? So sometimes, that's how I've felt anyway, is when it comes to the good and perfect will of God, that's what we hear all the time, you know, the good and perfect will of God for your life. 
Like for myself, I normally stopped at the good will of God, not the perfect will, because the good, like, I feel like can sort of reach that. But the rest, yo, it, it just feels it just feels out of reach. So then, then, you know, if that happens, we tend to s- settle in with what we feel comfortable with, so that we can achieve those good things because it is achievable, which means we stay there. We stay good old Christian people. Very mundane, actually, and boring. Where the Lord actually wants us that next step where we have extraordinary lives, where we, we actually follow our dreams. Amen? Make sense so far? And um, something is something I've seen as, as well with myself is um, that there was a, a time in my life where I always look at others like, yo, they made it. You know, that man there, that dude there, like he's got you know, the wife, kids, the Ferrari and the, the picket fence and the dog. He made it. Must have a picket fence in the dark, otherwise it doesn't work. Um, and you see how how things just sort of work out for others, and it's like, but but why doesn't things work out for me? Why why can't I be the hero of my own story? I can ask these things like, Lord, why? But the thing is, I've seen that you actually can be the hero of your own story. It's actually super simple because you are in it already, so you are the hero of it. It's done. What, what, we, what we don't always understand or realize, it is, I mean, it is, it is not about the, the easy bit about let's just be the hero of your own story. It's, it's about how we perceive things. The, the lenses through which we see things in our lives, the lenses through which we see their lives and our lives. And the thing is, it's not from me, it's internet, Google that says, what you perceive becomes your reality. So how you see things all the time, true or not, how you perceive things becomes your reality. How you perceive things become your reality. So today I want to speak about a guy in the Bible, Simon Peter, and, and he had that one life. I think that we can learn so much from him because the way he saw things in life, the way he saw his his, his own life nearly destroyed him. It took him away, luckily only for a while, from what God has called him to be. The way he saw things for a while, it took him away from the plans that the Lord had for him. It, 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 um, but the way he saw things made him walk away from the dreams on his heart because he felt it's not achievable and he walked away from it and I think we can learn a lot from him this morning in um, in Matthew 4 in Matthew 4 we first read about him about Simon Peter when the Lord went there and called him to be one of his his disciples. So um, he was there with his brothers, um, Andrew, and uh, uh, um, and they were there fishing. So it was a normal day. They were mending nets and everything and fishing and cleaning everything. And, you know, just a normal day, average day for them. And then they saw this man walking there. And they like, we, we we know that guy. Like he's, we heard about him. 
Like we heard what he did way back there and something, some weird things that he did, water and wine and stuff. And he's a bit eccentric, like pff, weird guy. Interesting looking, but uh, so they were looking at him and he's like, uh, just, just watch him. And then the next thing is that a guy actually walked up to them and said, Simon, uh, Peter, and you, Andrew, and you, and you, and you, follow me, I'll make you fishes of men. And he's like, yes, I'll do it. He, and Simon left his things there and followed, um, he followed Jesus. So the first time that the Lord saw him and called him by his name, <coughs> he was um, working on the boats. And he was actually also himself an interesting man. Simon was, was actually, um, he was the, 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 the first one called by Jesus. I mean, he was the this, 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 this disciples that actually saw, I think, all uh, uh, miracles that the Lord did, except the changing the water into wine one. He was the, f the first one that walked on water, and I think also the only one then. He was the, the only one that had his name ch changed from Simon, which meant listen, to Peter, which means rock. I mean, I think, I think and that's in John, 1 John, I think. Um, but I believe that when the Lord changed his, his name, he was prophetically speaking into his life. That is, like, yes, he's a strong, physical strong man, a fisherman, but he's going to make him a rock. He's going to make him a strong pillar in church. Um, walked on water and all those things. However, he was also the first one that denied Christ. So, oh, um, so all these things happened, but he was also the first one that denied Christ. So now think about it, like, how did he become, from, from where he were, called by Jesus, and he lived a really nice life with him, and then he denied Christ. He said, I don't know that man. And from there became the rock that the Lord um, called him for. How did that work in his life? How did he fulfill in the end his dream and his purposes to be that rock in the church and to to just to, to understand his life a little bit more let's just to turn to Luke 22 and I'm going to read for you guys from verse 28 to about 32 I think Luke 22 from verse 28 to 32. And it says in Luke 22, verse 28, it says, But you are those who have continued with me in my trial. So he, says, he said, but you, he's talking to his disciples, so that, that was when um, at the last meal that he had before he, were, he was crucified. And he said, but you are those who have continued with me in my, my trial. So Jesus sat there and he talked with his disciples and he talked with 11 of them because one already went um, to, to, um, to sell him out. Judas. So for the, the, the people that were there, he said, you know what, we've walked a long way. We, we, we walked the last two, three years as a team. We lived, we eat together. 
we went through so many things together. So it, it was like as if Amini's heart, he wants them to, you know, there's something about to happen. And you guys, like, I need you to know what will happen so that you don't run away. But actually, already knew they will all run away anyway. Next one, verse uh, 29, he says, And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me. I'm just going to read that one again. And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me. So that word, bestow, if you look it up, it is, it's, it's an, an active word. It's not something that he did or something that he will do. While they were all sitting there around the, um, the meal, um, the last meal, he said that I'm already in process of. So he bestows to them the kingdom, the same as his, his dad gave to him, the, 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 the father to him. So while they were sitting there, he said, I'm already giving you the gift of everything that the kingdom has for you guys to use. It's all yours. It's a gift. That's massive. Um, next verse. Verse 30. Um, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on the thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So he knew that they're going to be, 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 betray them. He, he knew that everyone except John, which he's going to watch everything from a distance, but, but all the rest, they're going to just bail. Like, I don't know Jesus, and they're just going to bail. And they did for a while. So he knew what they did, but still he said in that verse, that you may eat and drink. So he prepared for them already to, to, to share with him in the riches of the kingdom. And verse 31, that says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail and when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Simon, Simon. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you. I don't want the Lord to say, hey, you are nurse. You are nurse. Satan has asked for you. <laughs> He's going to serve you. Scary stuff. But if you see here, so it says in John that the Lord changed his name from Simon to Peter, but, but, but here still he said Simon, Simon, which means the word Simon means listen. It's as if the Lord wanted to say to him, listen, listen, there's something big about to happen. You're going to go through a trial. You're going to get sifted. The enemy is going to come. He's going to sift you. But the Lord knew that he's going to come through the trial. That's why he said, and when you come back, um, where am I? And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. So the Lord knew that even if he's going to go through a trial, had he's going to make it. And then when he does, come and strengthen your friends and your family and, and the people around you. That is massive for me. So what happened next? Next, Simon denied Jesus, just as it was said, I mean, it will happen. So now just think about that. So he's got that great um, calling on his life, and the Lord put these things in his heart, these dreams and everything. 
And he said, no, Lord, I will never do those things. And then he did exactly that. He denied Jesus. Just think about the shame he felt and um, how awful he felt. And he felt, you know, really, really bad. You know, when he looked to the Lord in his eyes and said, I don't know that man. Just, just think how he felt. And I think, I think for us as well, there's, uh, 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 um, there's some of us as well that, that may have done something one day that, that, that you feel like, oh, my word. I just did something really bad against Jesus. What is he going to think about me now? Um, is he going to be angry at me now? What now about my dreams and things? What, 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 what will happen there? I think the same went through his, his mind that, oh my gosh, I succumbed to the plans of the enemy. Now I feel lost. You know, I walked on the water and everything, and now it means nothing. All those signs and wonders I did, it means nothing because now I denied Jesus. You know, what's going to happen next? So after that, if you look through the, um, the, the scriptures, he didn't talk again with the Lord for about 40 or so days. So... Um, he, he once, he once saw the Lord after his, his. He was the first one that saw the Lord after his um, re, his resurrection, the first male uh, disciple. But he didn't even recognize that it was him. From the time that he didn't denied him until until the next time he saw him um, about 40 days afterwards, he went back to his old lifestyle, you know, what he knew. He went back to mending the nets and fishing and everything. Just living the good old normal Christian life. Nothing exciting about that. Just your normal life. And then, the next part, let's turn to John 21, and I'm going to read for you from verse 1 to 3. John 21, verse 1 to 3. Okay, and it says there, um, after these things, that's now when he got crucified and everything, um, um, after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and in this way he showed himself. Like Simon Peter, that's not Peter or Simon, um, Thomas called the twin Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee and the son of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. So, what it says there that, that after this disappointment that he had with Jesus and his faith, he stepped away from his dream and he went back to same old, same old. And he took that, um, I don't want to say negativity and whatever, but whatever he felt, he, he talked with like-minded individuals and he said, listen, there's nothing happening here. Let's just go. I'm going to go back to being a fisherman. And he took some of the disciples with him. And they just all went on with their normal Christian lives. And it's quite interesting that it say that they went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. It's like they stepped away from the calling, they stepped away 
from the Lord and that it didn't have a good effect on, on their life. Like they caught nothing. Like where's the Lord? So without him, there's nothing. And that's a sad thing. And I, I, th- I think f- and for us as well, it's, it's, a, it's a sign and or just a, what we can see from this is that we, we should be, be careful that l- the things that happen with us in life, um, with ourselves or with the people around us, does not cause us to walk away from our dreams and our visions, to walk away from the Lord. Because again, without Him, there's nothing. Amen? And what we can also see from this, the time, so from the time that Simon um, denied Christ, until now that he's in the boat and he catches nothing, we, we see that they, um, they, they didn't even recognize God. It's as if they became, they became spiritually blind because there's, there's so much hurt within them um, that they, they, they couldn't recognize the Lord anymore. Because where, where was the, 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 the focus? I mean, it was on the hurt, the, like, what did I do? I'm going to lose my salvation. I disappointed Jesus. So that was all the, the thinking and everything. And that's then where they, they put their focus. And now they miss Jesus. They went spiritually backward. And that can happen with us as well. We can, we can, we, we can be become so spiritually dead then, and, and, and then we're thinking, but what am I doing on earth? Like, where is God? Can't see him, can't hear him. What am I doing here? And then we begin to ask all these things. But, but it's because it happens when we turn our back from God and f- focus on all these negative things in our lives and not on, on Him and what he, he, um, and what he wants us to do w- w- with our lives. In John t- t- 21 verse 6, in John t- 21 verse 6, we read, um, where is that verse? We read, so, so there they were on the boat and fishing, but nothing happens. They get n- none. And, and here comes a guy again. Um, and he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So, Again, there was this guy, and but now they didn't recognize who he was. He was just another man walking there on the beach. Cast your nets on the right side. Yeah, okay. And they did it. It's as if from Jesus' side that he said, like, guys, you're doing it all wrong. Like, guys, you're missing it. Come back to me. You have to put your nets on the right side. You have to do the right thing. And when they cast the nets on the right side, it said that they got so much fish. Then again, they, they heard his voice. And then they recognized, oh, but it is Jesus. And then when we read in, and in John 21, I'm just going to read for you again from verse 15 to 19, John 21, verse 15 to 19, okay, and it says there, so when they had eaten breakfast, so they, they came on to the shore, and, and they know, okay, yes, it's, it's Jesus, from, from the time that Simon 
in my dream, until now, he haven't sp hasn't sp spoken a word to him yet again, to Jesus, and vice versa. And now this. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Again, he called him what? Simon. Listen. He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He, says, he said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the, th 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 the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. And then the last verse, this he spoke signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he, he said to him, follow me. In verse 15, he said, do you love me more than these? So he asked him, okay, you're a successful businessman. Um, it's like you and your family and that one, they're in, in, in the, 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 the fishing uh, uh, industry and you're doing really well. You know, you're su su successful except that one time when you got nothing. So you've got a good life. Do you love your very happily ever after successful life more than me? That's what he asked them. Do you love these, you know, the fishing, the mending the nets, you know, the nice sunsets, the CMU and the chippies? Do you love these more than me? Do you love these more than Jesus? And again, he called him by his first name, Simon, as if he wants to say to him, listen, listen, I'm speaking to you, listen. Are you listening now? And in the end, he said, after he said, listen, 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 he said, follow me. Follow me. And I believe that the same, I believe that the Lord is saying the same things again to many of us today. He's, I mean, he's, he's asking us now today here, quarter past 10, he's asking you today, are you listening? Are you listening? Are your ears open to what I, I'm speaking to you, to what I'm calling to you? And if you do hear, if you hear, follow me, follow me. There's many of us that we, we feel, you know what, I've got no idea what I have to, to do in life. I, I don't know what, it, what is my dream. Or if I have one, how am I going to do it? How am I going to fulfill these dreams? It's too big, or it's too radical, or it's too expensive. Um, and that 
that makes us hold back because there's too much unknowns there. But again, deep down within us, we, we know there is something more, that the Lord has called each and everyone here for something more. I'm always saying, I'm going to say it again, that the Lord knew that you're going to be here today. He, he factored in all the issues you had before quarter past 10 on the 21st of November, everything that happened before. He factored that in because he knows everything. And everything that will happen with you in the future, he already um, factored that in as well. So he knows that you are here today for a reason. He knows that you sit here for a reason. He, he knows that you are here in 2021 in this universe, on this earth, on this continent, in Namibia, in Ventuk, here today, because he wants you here today, because he has for you a purpose and a plan to be here right now, this time, this season. And you have to believe it. And I think the, the Lord is asking us today is, are we happy and comfortable with our lives right now, with how it is, or, does, or do we want to do something more with our lives? Does our lives have a, a kingdom impact? At work, are you known as a Christian, but that's about it. So nog steeds saam in die manne vandag braai groot gaan. Keier. Or when people look at you, then it's not just you're a Christian, they can see oh my word, that guy truly is a son of God. That woman is truly a daughter of God. When you walk into the room that um, does it change the atmosphere that the, 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 the people stop drinking, swearing or whatever else because you are there because they know they are now in the presence of royalty because you're a child of, of, of God so you are royalty the work that you do does that have a kingdom impact or is it just to to satisfy lifestyle that you have what impact does your work have on the kingdom where you are today you have to ask yourself when was the last time that you actually heard God speaking to you how long ago was that and I think, um, I, I, I think that actually he's speaking to many of us here today. I think there's many people that sit here today that feels something stirring within them today. And if you don't know what that is, it's not hunger pains, no. Maybe a little mix of it. But it's the Holy Spirit that's beginning to say, hey, listen, listen. I'm calling you, listen. F follow me, follow me. And lastly, um, are you listening to what the Lord is speaking to you about today? And if you do hear him, will you will you follow him? Okay, and you may ask, hey, Johannes, but yo, it's it's uh, 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 you know what? It's it's good and it's, uh, um, it's awesome, but um, but where do I even start with this? 
I can know there's something or some is there's none, but where do I start? Where do I begin again to dream and to live that out? And there's actually quite an easy answer, super easy. Just how we implement it is, is not always that easy. Is when was the last t- time where you felt close to God, where you actually heard Him and where you felt, you know what, I can change the world because I'm walking with God? I go back to that time. If you don't hear Him now, if you haven't f- um, had a change in your life um, this last two, three, four, five years, you have to. And to rethink where you are with God. If it's still the same old, same old, you have to rethink where you are with God. So the answer is again, if you don't know where to start, go back to where you were when you had a good relationship with God. And then you begin from there, you begin new, you begin to build a new walk with God in Luke 22 the, the Lord said to, to Simon you know so so when you return to me after you've been sifted and all those things when you return to me strengthen your brothers so when you start like like Simon strengthened his his household and everything initially, the the, the first time when he got called. Now the Lord is saying the same to him again. Like when you return from your sifting, you do the same thing. You know, you strengthen the people around you. So we have to go back to that place where, where we had that good connection with God begin to love him again like you used to love him because sometimes there's so many things that happen in life we we forget about our love for God it, it sometimes it's words but it's not it's not in our lifestyle so let your lifestyle speak the same as your words love him again like you used to love him Give him the time like you used to give him time. And for myself, I knew, I, 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 I know many years ago when I, when I truly started to walk with God, um, man, like every minute of the day, I'm in the Bible and just Jesus, everything, everywhere, the whole time. And then life happened again. <laughs> okay, hello, Bye. <laughs> Hi, Jesus. Bye. I'll see you later. So it happens. And then I wonder, oh my word, what's happening with my life? But the, the, the Lord said, just turn back if you want to start new. Begin where you were at the beginning. Begin with the, the, the simple things. Spend time with God. And when we talk about our dreams and things, dare, I dare you. We're not allowed to do that in church, are we? Oh, we are. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I dare you to dream big. I dare you to remember that you serve a great God. And I, I dare you to dream again with God. Because we may have lost uh direction or we may have lost uh, our what do you call it our dreams forgot about it it's it's somewhere up in there and we may not feel you know we may feel oh the Lord is quiet he's not speaking to me you know everything is our it's gone it's in shambles but Jesus has not given up on you and your dreams. 
like he said to Simon that, you know what? He knew he's going to be sifted. So he also know that um, all of us, we are going to go through trials. But he knows, because we are children of God, that we will come out on the other side. We may not think it, we may not feel it, but he knows it already. So he hasn't stopped dreaming for you and with you. So he's saying to you today that you can start again to dream with him because he hasn't stopped dreaming for you. There's this, this one guy, um, Reverend Robert Schuller, he's from the States. He said once, commit yourself to a dream. Nobody who tries to do something great and fails is a total failure. Why not? Because he can be assured that he has succeeded in life's most important battle. He defeated the battle of not trying. I'm going to read that again for you. Commit yourself to a dream. Nobody who tries to do something great and fails is a total failure. Why? Because he can be assured that he has succeeded in life's most important battle. He defeated the battle of not trying. Many of you here today, you need to defeat the battle of not trying. You need to pick up your dreams again and pursue it. And it's not something that happens overnight. It takes t time to, to get into it again. But it's not gone. It's there. Just stick to it. Master, just before we pray, we've we've become many of us like we've been in church for a long time, for years and years. I'm not going to say how long I've been in church. I'm going to give my age away. But we've become so spiritually educated that we forgot to take risks. We can talk about it. We can read um, near about it um, and think about it and everything, but we we forgot to take risks. And we all know that faith is spelled risk, <laughs> R-I-S-K. Faith is spelled risk. So I think, well, I know Jesus is calling you today. Carl, are you listening? Follow me. Jack, are you listening? Follow me. Rian, are you listening? Follow me. He's talking to each and everyone here today. He's like, are you listening? There's so much for you. Just step out. Follow him. Amen. For us as well as the church, I think he's also... calling us as a church as a whole for next year especially to take those risks so I hope you guys are ready we, Marissa, we're not going to do it on our own so listen <laughs> you're going to come with us so be prepared next year is going to be an awesome journey amen let's pray let's pray
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for who you are, Lord God. We, we, we thank you, Lord, that you are a dreamer and that you have dreams for us and that you dream with us, Lord God, and that we can dream with you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our God. And, and for each and every one, we, we can say we thank you, Lord God, or I say thank you, Lord God, for being my God. I, th I thank you, Lord God, that you gave your son, Jesus, that you loved us so much that you, you gave him to die for us, for our sins on the cross, Lord, and to give us again the opportunity, Lord God, because of that, to dream big again, because we can be your children, we can walk with you in your kingdom. We, th we thank you, Lord, that you are our personal saviour. We thank you, Lord God, that you for forgive us of our sins. That we know that we can walk in f f freedom, Lord God. That sin cannot hold us back from what you have for us. From our dreams, Lord God. I, th I thank you, Lord, that you created us for this moment in time. We, th we thank you, Lord God, like, yeah, like Simon mended um, his nets to catch fish, Lord God. You also, you mold us and you mend us to become the people that you want us to become. I thank you for that today, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, for a rev revival to come in our dreams. I pray, Lord, that they will be that, that we will become aware of our dreams and our purposes in life and that again we are reminded about the, the promises that you have for us. Yes, Lord, I pray that you will reveal to us our dreams, Lord God, that if, it's, if we can't see it anymore, that you will bring it again to remembrance, Lord Jesus. And Lord, if we look back at our lives, Lord God, we see that there were so many impossible circumstances. But you, Lord God, made a way through it. And we, th we thank you, Lord, that you are still reaching out to us. Yes, Lord, revive our dreams and keep it alive until it comes to fulfillment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Father. And you are an awesome, God. Amen.